Hello, my name is Keegan Peck, and this is the Pipeline Project Podcast. Who are you? I don't just mean your name. I mean, who are you? If you only had five minutes to explain who you are to someone you've never met before, in order to give them an understanding of you, what would you tell them? Would it be difficult? I suspect that it would be. We are complicated creatures with a wide array of emotions and experiences that shape who we are. Or do they? To what extent do our experiences shape who we are? And to what extent does who we are dictate our response to our circumstances? As we go through life, we have many different experiences, both good and bad. We typically assume that upbringing and experiences shape who we are today. And though I think there is much truth to that, at a certain point, a person is who they are, regardless of circumstances and experiences. An example of this can be found in those who suffered for their faith, who knew who they were, or more accurately, whose they were, and in spite of the circumstances in which they found themselves, they remained firm and immovable. They knew that though the world saw them as less desirable, their Father in Heaven gave them their value and their identity. So maybe there's something more to identity. Maybe it's not so much who we are, but whose we are. In Romans 8, this speaks very much to this kind of identity we find in Christ. In Romans chapter 8, verses 14-17, through 17, it says, For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons, by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with Him, so that we may also be glorified with Him. And then in verses 28-39 through 39, it says, And we know that for those who love God all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he may be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is it to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised? Who is at the right hand of God? Who indeed is interceding for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword. As it is written, For your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, 
nor powers, nor height, nor depth, or anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. As Christians, we have a relationship with our Father. We are called His children and His heirs, and He will not let anything come between us and His love if we follow Him. What greater identity can there be than being called a child of God? To be able to call Him our Father. 1 John chapter 3, verses 1-3 through 3 says, See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when He appears, we shall be like Him, because we shall see Him as He is, and everyone who thus hopes in Him purifies himself as He is pure. When we are baptized, we put away our old selves and become new beings in Christ. Our old lives die in baptism, and we are raised as new creatures. And though we still have some of the same struggles as before, we are now children of God. And we have an ally with us in His Holy Spirit that is given to us. We have continual forgiveness of our sins. So every time we mess up after becoming Christians, His blood continues to wash us clean and allows us to be connected to God. Galatians chapter 3 verses 27 through 29 says, For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free man, there is neither male nor female. For you all are one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to promise. We become part of the promise of God made to Abraham. Though we might be of different bloodlines than physical descendants of Abraham, if we follow God, we are descendants in spirit and in treatment. This probably doesn't mean as much to us today, but to the early Christians who heard this, this would have meant a lot. It meant that even though their heritage and identity was not of the proper and chosen physical line of Abraham, they could still be part of that covenant God made with Abraham, the blessing and redemption promised to Abraham's descendants to be their God and they be his people. Our identity comes from who we follow. It comes from our association with God, because we are His creation, and He gave everything for us. And when we follow Him, we become His children. Our identity comes from His love. We say that we should never gain our self-worth from other people's opinions of us, and that's true. If other people reject us, that doesn't mean our self-worth diminishes. But with God, our self-worth should come from His astounding love for us. He gave up His only Son for us. And all He asks is that we accept His love and follow Him. So with respect to identity, the next time you are asked, Who are you? Your answer can be, I'm a child of God. Who are you?
If you would like to get in touch with me, you can reach me at feedback at thepipelineproject.com. If you enjoy the show, I would love it if you would spread the word. This podcast can only continue to grow with your help. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have it delivered right to your device. And while you're there, a rating or review would be very helpful to help more people find the show. Watch for future episodes released on Sundays. See you next time, and thanks for listening.